I am impatient. I don't like listening to podcasts unless I know for a fact I'm going to get something valuable out of it. You may not be as impatient as I am, but I want to let you know that this podcast, this episode has actionable steps, especially if you have thought about running camps and or clinics and want a good way to profitably acquire customers. So check this out and hopefully you guys enjoy it. I am late in understanding this, but camps and clinics are so underrated. Now, uh, our strategy and what we advise other basketball trainers is to have camps and clinics on all of the school holidays. It just makes sense. See what school district is off for spring break, Memorial Day, national holidays, more so district teacher professional days and run clinics then and there. But with camps, you know, of course you have to, they're a really good opportunity to, one, get more visibility to new clientele, to expand your reach, to get in front of others who have never seen or trained with you. And it's a good prospecting tool too. It's a a way to get people in the door for a good price, profitability, and get them to possibly train with you long-term. It just makes sense. Now, is it a lot of work? Yes. Can it sometimes not be as lucrative as you think? Yes. Uh, I think it's definitely worth doing it one time and noting everything in an after-action report, meaning every day after the entire camp, you think of what you should start doing, stop doing, or continue doing. Think about the expenses that you didn't calculate, like how much it costs for help, for coaches, for administrators, for t-shirts, for gear, for food, for uh, all those things that you may overlook before doing it. So either talk to somebody who has done it, go through it, or just do it yourself for that real experience and make the adjustments the next time. All that being said, it's a wise to run camps and to run clinics. And more importantly, more importantly than all the other stuff, you have an extended period of time to really make an impact on athletes' lives. You'll be amazed at some of the stories that you hear from some of the kids that you guys probably already know that your trainees have, that others have as well, that come across your influence whenever you do run these camps and these clinics. I just I just know it's a win on all fronts, business-wise, because you get a bump in the clinics for the holidays or the teacher professional days. You get a chance to get more visibility to other athletes that have, may have never trained with you before that can train with you profitably. You market profitably. You acquire customers profitably and get them or get a chance to at least continue to train with them. That just makes sense. That makes sense. And the camps, again, you have a really good chance to influence athletes and without sugarcoating it, you know, have a chance to make really good money. I think we may overlook how profitable camps may be unless you have your own gym or you are renting space instead of time. I just think it, it costs more than what we realize. You may make a lot of money. You may gross a lot of money, meaning you 
earned a lot, but you're also probably going to spend a lot with the court time, the coaches, the t-shirts, the gear, the food, if you're taking care of the food and the water, the, 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 and so on and so forth. So the better you can calculate all those expenses after doing one of them, the more profitable your camp will be. And then you can use that money to throw back into advertising for, or sponsorships or whatever you want to, equipment or whatever you feel, whatever you please, whatever you please. Just some thoughts after doing this camp thing and this clinic thing. And, and then you get really meta with it too because you, you realize, or I'm realizing, man, it may make sense to only do these camps and clinics or separate the elementary, middle, and high school. And when you have an elementary and a middle school style or age camp, then you can have your high school trainees work on their leadership, on their coaching, on their contribution, and they can grow mentally and spiritually. They can grow on their leadership skills, and they can help you out with the younger athletes as well. It just it just works. And on top of that, you can add uh, coaches training. So some coaches, especially middle school coaches, rec league coaches, they may want to come and stand in and learn from you as the trainer, and you can charge a fee there as well. I, I mean, I know people do this. I'm sure people do this. I'm sure I've heard Gannon Baker has done this. I don't know how often others do it, and it's definitely not new. I don't think I've made this up or I'm saying something that's original. I just don't know how many people are actually doing it, and it's fun. It really is fun. It requires a lot of work, a lot of thought, but it's worth it. It's worth the thought experiment. It's worth building that muscle to run those types of events and to use those as prospecting tools to grow our training business. So all this to say, do not sleep on camps and clinics. And uh, yeah, I hope this helps out. Some actionable steps. Look on the internet. Look at the different school districts in your area. See when they have another holiday, another off day, a, t- a teacher professional day, or something along those lines. Find a gym that you can rent space, rent for two, rent the space for two hours. Make a flyer on Fiverr. Find a good flyer that you can get from somewhere else. Uh, model, templated. Make sure you have things that matter, like the date, the time, the cost, the location, the price point. What age groups are you going to allow? What genders are you going to allow? All the questions that parents may ask. And hey, pay the extra money for a, a nice design. Pay the extra money for something that you would like to represent your business. It's it's It pales in comparison to what others may charge for their graphic design. Fiverr is legit. Fiverr is the deal. So do that. Find a location. Find a flyer that you like, model that design, type up all the details in Fiverr as you explain what you need on the, on the design. Find a really good picture that you can use for your business or just use your logo where you don't need a picture of an athlete and post it, promote it. If you can, ask your parents to share it. Start putting more content out leading up to the event. Realize, and I have to tell myself this too, you may not get 
100% capacity every single time. You may not. You can strive for it. You definitely can strive for it. Uh, but post about it, and whenever you start to feel like you're getting tired of it or saying the same thing, you're being annoying, talking about it, that's when people probably are starting to find out about it. Or maybe you need to go to a different medium and say something about it or have a different copy, different language around it or have more of an early bird special or just keep testing stuff out. Keep trying things out to see what works and find a tried and true system. So hopefully this is some actionable stuff that helps whoever's listening to this out and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.